The Earth is covered in creatures with all kinds of amazing traits, but sometimes those traits can be pretty horrifying by human standards. In the Congo, when push comes to shove, you better have something up your sleeve. If you don't have sleeves, like most amphibians, you might have to dig a little deeper to survive in life, death, and taxonomy. Welcome back to Life, Death, and Taxonomy, your 30 minutes of interesting animal info. I'm Joe. And I'm Carlos. And today we're talking about an animal that's metal as frog. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) Love it. Um, So, yeah. The hairy frog. The hairy frog is his name. He goes by several other names. Would you like to tell us all of them? Uh, well, speaking of metal, he's also known as the Wolverine Frog. Oh, that's a nice tie-in. For several reasons, and I will explain one of them, and then you can explain the other one. Because he has adamantium skeleton. Yeah. Easy. The metal part. And also weak to Magneto, this frog is. Also known as the... So he's also weak to Storm, because do you know what happens when a frog is struck by lightning? It explodes. The same thing that happens to everything else. (laughs) I think it explodes in the movie, right? No, he just flies away. Oh, it's been a while. Anyway, also known as the horror frog. Uh-huh. Because, uh, well, we'll find out. Yeah. So let's start with some taxonomy because yeah. it's what we do here. Yeah. It's what we're here for. Mm-hmm. For you, the listener, to f- hear us struggle through <laughs> these giant Latin words and then for you to never remember them just like we don't. But you'll learn for a brief moment in time where this animal lives. In the animal kingdom, categorically. Well, and I'm then sure... later, we'll tell you where it lives geographically. And I'm sure you'll end up picking up common phylums and kingdoms. Definitely a com- common kingdom. Let's start there. All right, so this the kingdom here is... Uh, I know I made fun of you last time for saying animalia, but we'll go with that. Because... Animalia. 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 <laughs> You once said Anomalia, and I almost lost my mind. No, I listened to it again, and I just I said Animalia. Nah. Nah, I didn't say Onomatopoeia. Maybe, maybe it was in between those two things, but it was definitely different. The phylum is Chordata. Uh-huh. Um, also, it's, it's, it's good with numbers. It's good with core data. <laughs> boo. Oh, don't boo me. That was a good one. <laughs> the class is Amphibia. Surprise, surprise. Right. Uh, order is Anura. Anura. Yeah, that's a, a vocab word I learned. Anured means accustomed to something unpleasant. Mmm, it's foreshadowing. I wonder if those have anything to do with each other. Um, the fa- the family is Arthro leapt today. He left today. Where did he go? No, he leapt today into the air. <laughs> oh, okay, good. Um, and then uh, because he's a frog, <laughs> the genus is. Trichobactracus. <laughs> sure, we'll say that. It's um, just, uh, I wonder if this is a, a so it's the it's a genus that like Trichobactracus that like will retrace its steps a lot mm-hmm. three times. Try. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, the species is robustus. <laughs> so the binomial binomial nomenclature is. Trichobactracus robustus. I'm going to go ahead and say it. That sounds made up. And it is. <laughs> and it, it is. Like all like all words are made up. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, the hairy frog, wolverine frog, horror frog. I'll, I'll go ahead and say the first reason why it's called the wolverine frog. Uh, it's because, covered in funny hair. Because first, firstly, it's a frog. So that, that explains that last part. Yeah, that explains the second part. Uh, and 
so just imagine your typical frog with legs and webbed feet and no neck and crazy eyes, and then add some mutton chops to those flanks. <laughs> That's what I'm always doing. There are only a couple pictures of this frog, which I was surprised. Mm-hmm. Most of them are of this taxidermied version in, I think, the British Museum? It, it's This is not a very well-documented species of animal Mm-mm. outside of like the taxidermied specimen that they have. It's just not in the wild. It is in the wild, but they don't. They haven't studied it a lot, which is surprising to me given how interesting this frog is. Mm-hmm. So its flanks and legs are covered in what looks like hairs. So when you first look at it, it just looks like a not five o'clock shadow, not just stubble, like full on unkempt, bushy beard. Yeah. yeah, hair kind of growing out of its sides and on its thighs. Scraggly. Yeah, it is scraggly. It's patchy a little bit. It's not. It's not groomed. <laughs> Gross. So, but it's not hair. Surprise. Yeah, a uh, frog. Let, let me just give you this little piece of advice. This might be on the quiz. Amphibians don't typically have hair at all. Right. So when you think you're seeing hair, you're wrong. <laughs> Most like a little wig probably fell on top of its head. A, a tiny wig. <laughs> <laughs> and That's, then it brushes it back and assume that before you assume that it has a full head of hair or full flank assume of hair. that someone dropped a tiny wig on this frog before you even consider the idea that it might have actual hair <laughs> yeah uh so it what does it have in, in lieu of hair it has dermal papillae uh so what dermal papillae are is pretty much just any protrusion of the skin so mm-hmm. like um skin tags count as papillae uh the little bumps on your tongue our papillae oh my whole nose no because that's got cartilage (laughs) okay my ears then the lobes sure papillae (laughs) don't touch my papillae i'm listening to you with my papillae it gross stop it okay so these papillae on the frog they have arteries in them Mm -hmm. they're not really 100 percent sure why they have them only males have them but they can come up with some pretty good conjectures the dominating theory is that it increases the surface area of this frog because, you know, each papillae is, you know, is a, it, its own right. thing of skin. It is dermal. Because frogs do so much with osmosis, they absorb water through their skin uh, and they breathe oxygen. technically through their skin. Yeah, oxygen. So the more skin that they have, the more that they can breathe even in low oxygen situations. Okay. It's, uh, they might be able to do a little um, spider reaction and stick their butts outside of the water. Right, when they have to spend a lot of time underwater, which I'll talk about in a little bit. So that's that's pretty much all we've got for the, the hairs. Right. Uh, other than that, it's not anything special. Their behavior is... well. Do I'm you want to talk about how big they are? Or do you have that? I was going to get there. Okay, go, have, go for it. Uh, Just a little tease. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Their, their behavior is, unlike the real Wolverine, they're actually good fathers. <laughs> they're, the, the male, I've seen Logan. He's a bad father. Uh, the hairy frog male will stick around with the eggs long after they've been laid. And that requires being underwater for long periods of time, which means that he needs to stick his papillae out of the water and do some breathing while he's taking care of those eggs. Uh The tadpoles are actually interesting because they have rows of teeth. They're carnivorous. So they eat bugs um, and plants and also each other sometimes. Yeah. 
Tadpoles do that. Like a lot of just brutal things are. It's what you would expect from the horror frog, essentially. Mm-hmm. I was just imagining brutal. B-R-O-O-D. <laughs> it's brutal. It's a brutal brood. Yeah. We'll say that. As adults, these frogs eat slugs, spiders, beetles, other other insects, and millipedes and stuff like that. And let's go on to their size. Oh, okay. So what you're saying is it's time for the listeners' favorite, officially their favorite uh, segment of the show. Measure up. It's going to be a good segment. Here we go. So this frog from nose tip to, it said vent. That sounds gross. I'm assuming that's their butt because I can't imagine the legs being, it's not including the legs. So this, their, their torso to head. Where their tail disappeared. Yes. Um, It's about 4.3 inches or 11 centimeters for our friends that use the metric system. All right, so what I'm going to do to you here in season three is post you a question. So I've got, I've got, you've got two chances. I am prepared. Two um, comparisons at 4.3 inches. How many Hot Wheels VW bugs do you think the frog is? Ooh, two and a half. So two and a half what? Two and a half VW bugs. From bumper to hood. No, unfortunately, one frog is a little bit longer than one Hot Wheels VW bug. That's a big Hot Wheels car. Four yeah, inches? That's it, yeah, that's what it, it... It said three to... No, it's like two and a half to like three inches. So it's about an inch longer. So may, it's more like one and a half. You're right. Well, I said you're two closer. and a half, so I was... You're close. One and a half. Okay. Um. All right. That's not like an incredibly relatable term. No. You've got Hot Wheels, like what? You've seen them once when you were a kid and then that's it. Yeah. Is that even a company anymore? What you do all the time when you're on road trips is play punch buggy, no punch back. So here I'm posing this to you. How many frogs <laughs> go into a full-size VW bug? Well, they're shorter than the average car. Mm-hmm. And these frogs are smarter than your average bear. Right. So, 54. That's high. Okay, dang it. It's 37 frogs. Okay. So this uh, frog is not small. It's not as tiny little frog. I'm just happy I didn't guess 150 or something <laughs> like that. And just like, or or it's, guess 54 and it'd actually be when a it, lot When more. it comes to stuff that you can like hold in your hand animal-wise, it's always way fewer than you think when it comes to a big thing. I don't understand. That's something I've learned doing this segment. Like, it should be a million to get to the end of a like a bus right yeah nah. nope it's like 37 it's a lot less than a <laughs> no it's probably not 37 for, for a, frogs no for a bus <laughs> probably 37 times four but this ain't no math podcast nope you're not gonna ever know what that is <laughs> let's continue on with this journey did you find out how much this thing weighs i did not see the problem that i have with the, that i'm having with some of these being the general info for some of these that don't have a lot of well, general info on them is that like they're what they look like and some of their behavior and their weight and stuff is just not it's not on the Wikipedia page and it's not on anything else. Right. So bummer. 
I would say it weighs about as much as a frog. Yeah, <laughs> about as much as a four-inch frog. Including the papillae. So right. you just got to factor that in when you're holding it. All right. Is that all you got? Well, it mostly lives in Western and Central Africa. Uh-huh. So... Well, I got um, a lot of Cambodia. Cambodia? Wait a um, Let me just rephrase that. When I said Cambodia, obviously what I meant was Cameroon. <laughs> I was going to say... I was like, <laughs> which is in the Republic of Congo. It was near the Republic of Congo. Cameroon is definitely its own country. The Republic of Congo is it's, definitely its own yeah, country. It's and I'm pretty both sure that, of those places. I'm pretty sure it's, there's also a Democratic Republic of Congo. Ooh, I don't know which one it and is. And then there's then. a Central African Republic. All next to each other. Well. So, but yes. You might be able to find frogs there. A lot of... Right? A lot covered of, in what might be hair, but isn't. Definitely is not hair. Um... <laughs> it's not might. It definitely is not here. Yeah. Uh, so sub-Saharan Africa, it likes to live in near rivers and bodies of water, humid, moist, tropical rainforest, forest areas. And that is all I have for general info. So I'll end my general info with a haiku for this frog. Your limbs are hairy. I am uncomfortable. Die away from me. <laughs> That's such a sad ending. I know. I stole the last one from that 70s show. Ugh. <laughs> well, it, if you acknowledge it, then it's just, um, then it's it's an homage you're paying. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not trying to rip anybody off here. Right. Uh, and also because it lives in Central Africa, most of them do die away from me. That's true. When they do die. Uh, I don't want them to die any closer or any closer to now than they need to. Sooner is another way to say that. <laughs> True. <laughs> but now, let's move on to the main event. The major fact. Alright, so unlike most frogs, and a lot like most cats, Harry has retractable claws. Whoa. Except, along with their theme of having hair that isn't hair, their claws are not made of keratin. Just like their hair, quote-unquote, is not made of keratin. Like most claws, hair, and rhino horns are made of. Heritin. Heritin. You could pretend to think about it. <laughs> pretend to think about it. <laughs> claws are made of bones, right? Oh, so it's the... Ex- so it is more like so Wolverine. So it's just like Wolverine. <laughs> uh, in fact, I wrote, claws are made of bones. Bones, all caps, like the real Wolverine. <laughs> like the real Wolverine. <laughs> yes. Um, like the small, feisty animal that lives in no Russia? not like that one that Wolverines! one has brains or like patrick swayze yeah, it's like patrick swayze okay there we go <laughs> <laughs> so the frog must have some sort of hole or retracting mechanism for the bone to come out of right of course wrong dang it <laughs> the claws come out through the skin gross just like the real wolverine <laughs> ouch um because he has he yeah he has to puncture his skin every time he yes and rogue asks him does it hurt he says every time just like that he's just cool like that yeah he strokes Um, his mutton chops so does his frog so there the there's not just one species that does this there's actually nine other frogs living in the cameroon area of africa um oh i didn't know that that do this under normal circumstances the claw is inside um, the toes of its back feet. So it's not in its front feet. It's just in the, the back feet. Okay. Um, 
So the claw's tip is connected to a small piece of bone um, in the tip of the toe. So this is going to take some imagination on your part, the listener, because reading this, I need a diagramist to understand it. So here we go trying to describe it. So there's a claw. There's, there's the finger. There's muscles. There's the claw. And then in front of the claw, there's another piece of bone. Okay. Um, and that little piece of bone is in the, in the um, tip of the toe, and it's connected to the claw by collagen. So I'm picturing this like cross-section X-ray, and you see yes. kind of the bone of the claw going in the middle, and it's attached loosely to a, another piece of bone at the end by collagen. Okay. So however loosely you can be attached to col- with by collagen. Um, so when it's attacked, maybe when it's attacked. More on that later. Um, a muscle behind the claw contracts. So uh, this muscle causes the claw to push forward or and down, um, breaking the claw away from the bony sheath. Okay. Ouch. So the tip, the bone, the tip that was attached to by collagen, it breaks it off. Uh-huh. And it's just um, like floating around and it's... Yeah. Free floating. Uh. So it breaks its own bones to stab its attacker or to claw its attacker. Worth it. Metal as frog. <laughs> um, so we have no idea what happens next. So you're a frog. You get attacked by what I can only assume is an actual Wolverine. Uh, <laughs> probably not. I don't know if Wolverines live in Cameroon. They don't. Let's say it's an alligator. And by that, I mean a crocodile. Um, and you stab it in the eye with your bony um, little back legs. And this crocodile has failed in eating you if you're anywhere near its eye. Yeah. So <laughs> it, um, it, we have no idea because the guy who's um, been studying this species for a while uh, is named David Blackburn. And he had never, as of 2008, studied ones that were living. So 10 years ago, hopefully he's gotten to see some living ones. Um, that seems so weird that someone who's, this is their specialty, that they can't go to Cameroon and find several living specimens. It's like... I mean, there might be a number of factors, including rarity, including like where it lives and if it's like accessible, if well, you know they're allowed I'll, to study. The... Um, but, but to finish my thought, oh, yeah. uh, there doesn't they don't seem to have a muscle to pull the, the the claw back in. So it comes out, we assume it retracts, but we there's there doesn't seem to be a um, a muscle for it. Uh, and we've never seen it do retracting because he's only studied dead ones. But there are some theories. One is that the the skin will heal itself gradually. And through this healing process, the 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 it just gets pulled back in or like squeezed back in. Okay. Um, and there's also theories about maybe it doesn't even do this when it's attacked. It might not even use this as a defense mechanism, but rather, but that's what David Blackburn thinks. He thinks it's a defense mechanism, but other people have surmised that maybe it's just for climbing because they climb around on like rocky terrain so maybe it helps with climbing you know like cleats i did read that yeah um so we're not 100 percent sure 
why they do it, and we're not 100% sure how they pull them back in. I, I'm reticent to believe that second part because frogs can stick on almost anything without those claws. Yeah. Well, that's why Blackburn is the man. <laughs> but I've also seen that um, the Bakosi people of the area of Cameroon like to eat this frog. And they'll stick it with a long spear, yep. and then they'll roast it, and um, a lot of them believe that it, it they come from the sky, and it blesses their fertility. So, clearly, they're, I don't think they're a staple for this group of people, but they're, it's just a regular thing for them to hunt and kill and eat them. So, why can't researchers find them? <laughs> There's lots of reasons that that could be. He's a befriend of Bokosi. If you find out, listener, let us know. Yeah. Why do you think certain animals that were like, wow, this is amazing, this animal, how come we don't know everything about it? Um, poor Blackburn. Poor Blackburn. It's been 10 years. Hopefully he's made some other strides, or he is making them. He hasn't put it on the internet. <laughs> yeah. um, or maybe he's moved on to different frogs. Maybe he's moved on to a different animal that also uses bones as a defense mechanism. So, oh, I think I can guess. What is it? The like a newt. Yeah. <laughs> so, in in researching this, I found this other animal, um, a Spanish ribbed newt um, that forces its own ribs through its side to act as a spiky deterrent. Uh, yeah, awful. But as we learned, things like newts and salamanders can probably just regrow stuff pretty easily. It actually like they 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 talked about how the f- it just kind of closes really quickly the wound um and leaves no there's rarely ever a situation where infection is an issue but um it also has poison on its on the bat on its body there's a poison gland just like we talked about with the um colorado river toad uh-huh so this poison oh, wait are we still talking about that newt or are we talking the newt. okay um it coats its ribs with that ah oh, so you you get stabbed and poisoned so yeah so here's the thing venomed you've got a creature that's poisonous and it becomes venomous because yeah that's that and that crazy. leads us to this real quick episode i mean this real quick segment of know the difference i think we've talked about it before though but not on know the difference right so as a refresher or if you haven't listened to that episode venom is something that bites you Poison is something that you bite. So poison is something that usually like their body is covered in it or they're like... They secrete it they secrete in their it. bodies. And if you're an animal that eats that animal, you'll get sick or you'll die. Um, so a lot like poison... Like a lot of... Like poison dart frogs are poisonous. Poison is usually... If you eat u- them, you'll die. It's usually used as a defense mechanism right. or venom is usually used as a, as a predation mechanism. It can be used as both. Right, but it usually... But, um, yeah, I mean, there's certain animals that bite, like in this case, that sting to, you know, escape. And different venoms, there's certain venoms that shut you down. There's there's venoms that, like, cause necrosis. There's venoms that um, cause paralysis. And there's venoms that just straight up hurt like the dickens. And those are usually defense mechanisms. Okay. Um, But, yeah, this, this little newt is poisonous. And then it becomes venomous. 
That's pretty crazy. I feel like we should have done an episode on the newt. There was even less episode. There was like info. Even, yeah, info. So it's like, man, researchers are say, wow, that's an interesting creature. Let's do more research on stuff that everybody already knows, like the elephants and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. If I was a zoologist, I would dedicate my life to these, to to an- amphibians that can push their bones through things. <laughs> <laughs> That's my specialization in my master's. Well, that's all I got. Do you have another haiku? No. So that's about all we got for the hairy frog. And as for you listeners, break your bones, rip out your claws, and stroke that mutton chop. It's life, death, and taxonomy. These are getting grosser. It doesn't have to be gross. <laughs>So we've been lost in these woods for a really long time. This is becoming concerning. Well, these close encounters of the orangutan kind are really turning us around. Yeah, this forest doesn't even look like the familiar Eastern American hardwood hammock that we started out in. It, it's sort of more jungly. Hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. Huh? <gasps> uh, hi. I'm the park ranger around here. I'm looking for something. Maybe you've seen it? Oh, thank goodness. A park ranger. Where are we? Georgia? Georgia. <laughs> wow, you are lost. No, this isn't Georgia. This is Tanzania. Tanzania? How did we get here? You must have slipped into the space between. An enchanted forest that connects all the forests in the world. It is my sworn duty to protect them. Wait a minute. I recognize that voice anywhere. Are you Megan of Oh No Lit Class? Yes. The podcast that takes a humorous and irreverent look at history's classic literature? Yes. To which people can subscribe on iTunes or wherever they get their podcasts? Yes. How did you end up as a park ranger? Oh, you know, I was just gathering info for our Heart of Darkness episode, but then I got into it, you know? Oh, okay, that's cool. So, what are you looking for? Well, I'm looking for a mythical creature known as the Spacey. this podcast is brought to you in part by the brain trust brothers network for more information about this podcast or others visit (laughs) braintrustbros.com so weird all right here we go perfect